At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la 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 Okay, good evening and welcome along to the club on a Wednesday night after a great win against Burnley. Uh, tonight I'm joined in studio by Garbreen, uh, Shane Davron and Joe Walsh on the decks with Andy on the headphones. <laughs> Looking great there, Andy, have to say. Uh, as always, uh, the club is brought to you in association with Redsbet, a betting site tailor-made for t- Liverpool supporters. Redsbet aims to share half of their net profits with Liverpool supporters and fan causes. So no matter what, the fans end, end up a winner. I'm great at reading this, clearly. Check out the odds on redsbet.com or download the Redsbet app. Share the glory and gamble responsibly. Uh, okay, lads, it's, what, 10 o'clock? Just after 10 o'clock on a Wednesday night. Liverpool have just... Beating Burnley after a shaky start. Um, Andy, I'm going to start with you. Good. You look very much like Andy Heaton there with the headphones on, has to be said. Uh, yeah, second half was good. <laughs> <laughs> Solid second half. Um, first half, quite, uh, much yeah, to say Yeah, just a lot of uh, kind of uh, things going around in circles. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, a bit of uh, attempting to stream <laughs> so yeah that was, that was the first half summed up yeah but, um, solid yeah solid 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 first half of uh, trying to get the game going but the second half was good uh, I thought um, Keita was excellent mm-hmm. um, I thought we were crying out for the boys to come on for the changes up top but once once that happened there was a bit more fluidity and um i mean that's that's a fantastic result like after going a goal down yeah and and that's the big thing wasn't it like <laughs> i think we've been very strong um in when we go ahead in any games this season when we've gone we've gone ahead arsenal even the arsenal game okay they came back and got a draw but we we've looked once we get that first goal we look like we're we're going to be capable of 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 seeing games out mm. tonight we've gone a goal down after seven changes, I think it was seven changes in the mm, team. Yeah. It's a it's a big ask for for a side to make that many changes, go a goal down in the second half, and to come back and win. I won't say convincingly, because even though it was a three one win, it wasn't convincing. We had some we had some chances, but you know you look at the they, they had opportunities. There was a mm. couple of close offside calls. There's that save by by Allison at the end. So you know it wasn't a, a, to me it wasn't a three one game. No, certainly wasn't. Um, just I mean, even before we got the the third goal, they nearly made it two two. Yeah, an unbelievable save by Allison, and yeah, the score line probably doesn't reflect the performance or how the game panned out. 
Um, but like you were saying there, I think someone said it here, but we're watching a match. This is the big test now, going to go down. We haven't seen... That was uh, me, I'm very wise. Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, lawyer yeah. was fucking yeah. me. <laughs> but um, they responded well, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose we're just going to have to just get out of this Rook. psych that Liverpool are always going to fuck up at some stage. We're an unbelievably good side now. Even with all them changes, they still managed to to get such a good result. Yeah. Joe, it's a mental toughness now on the side, isn't it? Like, you can see that in them. Yeah, listen, it's a great three points, but I'm not happy with uh, the team he put out there. I think we got away with Mortar. We played against probably the side that are in the worst form in the league, and we just won. It could have been a draw. Necessarily risk losing two or three points there tonight and I think we're lucky to get the three points so but he get he, he gets the pass because we did win yeah we did but I, it wasn't as you said it wasn't convincing and on another night I think we would have dropped points I think the games to make them out the changes are ho- as a home at Anfield where you have a bit more leeway I think away it was a risk I don't understand why he did it but listen we got the three points but clearly three or four of them players that played tonight aren't good enough to be in the team. So. Well, who, who, who played tonight? Who out of seven changes was a real, out, like, standout bad performer? Sturridge. Um, Origi, I don't think, did much. But if you, like, okay, take Sturridge. We're always going to see Sturridge as one of the changes, if there's going to be a change. He'd be one of, he'd be... Yeah, but this is the problem. We're changing very good players for players that... Are, are West Brom caliber players. They're just he's just not up to it, and we're putting him in there. It's not like for like or anything close. You know, with Chelsea, they take out Pedro, they put in Willian, or you know, we. I just think the squad we have isn't strong enough to make. We can get away with two or three changes. I think what he did tonight was I was very surprised that I expected three or four changes, but we got the three points and. Go on to Saturday, but I think if he's making that amount of change, it should be in a home game. Personally, I, I'll ask you, Garden. I, I actually thought Origi was was the better of the two strikers tonight. I think for a lad who's played no football all season, you can pretty much call it no I think football. First all half, season. he did quite well. Yeah, th- I think, I think what you're car, looking yeah. for as as you know what you're getting from him is very different to Firmino. It's very different to Sturridge. He's going to run channels for you. He's going to hold the ball up. He gets the assist from Milner's goal. Is that not a good thing though that we can change? Yes, that no. many players, right? And we can we can. Diversify our style a bit as well in the way we play because listen, the front three have been poxy all season. They haven't been fluid at all. So you know, as a unit, yeah, as a unit, they've had individual one or two, moments. Yeah, they've had, yeah, one one has had a good game and it's nearly followed into the other having a good game or whatever. Yeah. But is it not a good thing? And I understand Joe's point as well. It's, it's a lot of changes to make away from home mm. and the so-called midweek shitty night away in a Premiership, which can yeah. be a t- always yeah, yeah, be a absolutely. tough game. They are in sheer form. It's probably a chance to notch a few goals up if you want to play your your favourite eleven. But listen, nobody's catching that goal difference with City anyway. Let's be honest here. Um, so is it not a good thing that we we've made them changes? We're we're not we've we've diverse we've been diverse in our style a bit as well. Having two out now forwards now. Storage did drop deep a lot. Second half, I thought he done very well. Mm. Um, he creates he's, he's involved in the move for the goal. But I do understand what y'all was saying in regards. But we haven't got that City squad. And we're so used to slating our own lads all the time. Um, the Sturridge's, the Origi's, Moreno, Matip, 
Yeah. You know, they're not <coughs> class secondary players. But they've come in tonight and done a job and, and we've won three on. Yeah, I think I think one of the things I'd say is that's the difference between us and City, isn't it? And, and let's not get into a big conversation yeah, about net yeah, spend. Yeah. But our net spend, I think someone said the other day, I, I just saw it, I think it was Klopp's net spend is about 130 million quid. Cities is is three hundred and seventy mm. or something like mm. that, and and it's not about us being able to match them man for man on the pitch in a in a one off game. It's the difference over the course of a season that they can take out Ser- Sterling and put in Sane, and we take out Salah and we put in Origi, Origi. you mm. know, and mm. and that's what the drop up because we don't have six or eight. 50 million quid or 35 million like you have to remember it's even harder for us to match City now because the player that they were able to buy for 35 40 million quid two years ago is now 70 million quid Mm. the revenues haven't gone up to match that so it actually costs you a lot more to build your squad of that level now yeah well the the change we made changes that like it was when Alderman Fabinho the weekend and the change came today with Henderson. Henderson, Milner and Keita. Keita was, was 50 million quid. Henderson yeah. is what voice captain for England. Yeah. And Milner has been around for that long. Mm. So I understand, like Gar said, I do understand what Joe said. But I think it, it, we're at the stage of the season now where, like, the, Gomez gets injured tonight, right? Which means that Matip is probably going to play some football over Christmas. You, you have to give these lads football or else it's always going to be when they come in, they have a fucking stinker yeah. and you're going, well, why are they having a stinker? Well, all he's doing is training and playing fucking 20 minutes for the 23s yeah. or whatever. These lads really have to get some sort of first-team football yeah. so they can be at some sort of Momentum, pitch of the game yeah. Yeah. Uh, when games, because we've games fucking to beat the band. It's obviously Saturday, Tuesday, Sunday, then... Obviously, runs well, we into Christmas now. time. We've born with Napoli and then United. United. You, know, you know what I mean? All within eight days of each other, I think. I think tonight to United was like uh, 11 days, mm. I think it was. Something like that, I think it is. 11 days, and, and you've got all those, you know, you've all those games. And there's. Bournemouth's going to be a really tough game at the weekend. Good They're a yeah. good side, and they won again Attacking, last good night. Attacking good attack and They're going to come at us. Well. They're yeah. going to come at us. And I think, yeah. that, I think Klopp has that in mind when he's looking at tonight's thing. I don't think he's thinking about Napoli. You know, I don't think he's thinking about Napoli with tonight's game in mind. I think he's well, thinking about Bournemouth. I think he's thinking. I think he's thinking ahead with seven changes. Like, mm. um, it was look. It's turned out to be a gamble worth um worth taking now because uh, they've got the win. Seven changes seemed a lot. I kind of I was concerned myself. Mm. But he gave you a Mars. But fairness. if you look at the yeah. if you look at the performances, okay, like Moreno was okay defensively. He gave the ball away in attack a good bit. He, he put a few cheap balls in the midfield and they got cut out. But that's that's just match practice. Um, Matup says, you know, shits me up, but he was okay. Uh, Kate, there was a change. He was probably the man of the match. Milner, he scored. Henderson, he was just Henderson, wasn't yeah, he? Was it was a coin. for someone who hasn't really played, you know, done okay. So, I'm not I mean, yeah, Storage is probably one of our first changes, you know. Normally, top, like yeah. you know, you'd if, if you if you lost the player, Storage comes in, you'd you'd still rate him quite highly in the squad, and he probably didn't perform too well. Yeah, me, I don't, I don't think there's much of a drop off at our midfield. I think between the six, seven lads we have there, I don't, I'm not that concerned who are the three that are in there. To be honest with you, it's just our three main strikers are the three most important players to the system we play and all three of them weren't playing so I don't think we can do that again whatever yeah. about leaving Salah and playing two yeah. around them Shakiri, yeah. to take out the three of them 
was just. If you take the Derby, you take Napoli, you take Bournemouth, you take United, this is the game to do it. I know it's a way, you're saying in Anfield, that's the time to do it, but we're kind of left with a, yeah. a choice, really. It's Bournemouth at home, isn't it? No way. No Bournemouth away. away. Yeah, yeah, we've just got, we've away. got poxy fixtures all together. So. As a bit of a stroke of luck, okay, we've lost Gomez, but at least Matip has a few minutes under his belt now. If he does yeah. have to play, he's mm. probably going to have to play some amount of games we don't know what the story yeah. with Lovren is like he just seems to be available then he's not available he's a, it's a very strange one with Lovren isn't it yeah he just seems to be like playing matches and then just disappearing from squads yeah. you'd never hear you'd never hear midweek that maybe he has IBS that, that Lovren maybe he does the misses off at the garden now Genji yeah but <laughs> well, it was a grind out kind of performance you were going through player by player there Andy was saying well who who played Looking like he had a standout bad performance. Yeah. Everyone was kind of okay. There yeah, was yeah. parts of the game where Matip did some good things, you give the ball away. Moreno, you do something good, you give the ball away. The midfielders, mm. with the exception of Kate, they were thought was very good. Yeah. Where uh, getting dispossessed, that playing balls that were short. Sturridge done some good things. He done great. Great. Uh, he was involved in the tour goal. Done done very well. But then at other times he was very poor. So it was just. Like Gar said, midweek fucking night piss and rain. Get in, yeah, get your fucking yeah. three points and oh, get out. Oh, it's get the three points and get out. That's, yeah. that's all you're worried about, really. You've seen in that it, the, the impact that Salah and uh, Firmino had on, on the yeah. Borny players' legs. Yeah. I mean, they even dropped a lot deeper, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, you could see they, it straight away. A major upgrade when once them players come onto the pitch. And no, I do agree with Joe. Like, we are lucky. Mm. We are lucky to be sitting here celebrating three points. I mean, Allison did get us out of trouble yeah. at the end of an absolutely out. Rage of save mm. from the t- uh, top corner. Hand just came out of nowhere and then the way he got it at then. It's like one of your hands, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a crazy <laughs> hand. <It was> like... <laughs> <laughs> that fella that looks like me. Uh... <laughs> we call him Copperberg Andy. And then uh, the way he prevents the ball from going out and gathers it and then throw, uh, tr- quick throw Starts it. Starts to move, yeah. I mean... We just kind of praise that goalkeeper. But let's no talk point. about let's talk about him for a minute then, because you know we we've been on here over the last few years giving out about the fact that we just haven't had a top notch goalie. Some we've looked at, we looked on at you know Courtois or De Gea or whoever it may have been at at our rivals. Um, even even when you know sort of City were winning leagues, um, they they always had a little bit of an issue there until Ederson's come in. We now have what you would regard top five goalkeeper in the world. People will say, oh, he's the best around. Yeah. People will say he's, he's you know, whatever. But that, it's very subjective with keepers. And you have to look at people like Neuer and De Gea who've done it consistently at the top level for, for a few years now. But there's nobody you'd swap him for in the Premiership at the minute, is there? No. No. Well, he's, if you look at, a lot was made when he first came in because... And it was his distribution and the ball at his feet and stuff like that. A lot was made. That he makes the mistake at Leicester, learns from that, and you'd hope that that wouldn't happen again. But the last few weeks, it's been more of shot stopping. That's been more to the fore, getting us points rather than. And he is very. He's still very comfortable. Now, personally, I still don't. When you watch Ederson playing, I don't think he holds a candle to him with the ball at his feet. He's fucking ridiculous. But he is. He's very comfortable. The the lads. Go back to him an awful lot, and it's not like Minilay letting her run out for a car and then booting it out and fucking does none of that. But the last few weeks, the shot stopping has come to the far and really got us. He's got us the three points on both both games. Yeah, Gar, Gar, for me, the thing I've loved about him over the last few weeks has been his speed of thought. 
not just the shot stopping, mm. which has been top notch, but you look at the derby, it's yeah, the 95th the, the minute. Kick. He's off, he's, he's, he's out. 40 yards out, you know, outside mm. of his box anyway. When the but free kicks place, he literally runs 20 yards and he tells, he tells Trent, tells get Trent, on 10, 15 go, yards. Go, go, go. You can see him. Yeah, go, hand, go, on, go. hand on to the ball, and, bang. Play, and, the ball is played Yeah, to, to and Trent. then tonight, as Andy said, you know, he, he the kicks speed, it in, he makes that. he's gone. Ba- a- absolutely, it's yeah, it's straight up the line. Uh, as Davos just said, it's, it's been a shot stop. And, but, you know, it's it's been really close range stuff, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been... It's been um, all within 10 yards. The, yeah. the fucking... Yeah, he's not. He's not pulling. For a he's not pulling yeah. the save out from a forty-yard no. shot. He's actually stopping what is a certain goal. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Yeah. We always you know, stop. We always talk about that that Dudek moment. Yeah, against Shevchenko, and he's done that about three yeah. or four times yeah. in the last few weeks from from we count. It's been close range, and it's been a, Jesus Christ. How high yeah. do you rate that uh, run out for the in the derby though? To pull really highly, position. really, really Did highly. We we don't win that game without the speed. If that was either of our other yeah. goalkeepers last season, they're planted in their box, yeah, trying not, not to it. take yeah. any yeah. chance. I don't know. I don't know how many goalkeepers would actually think of that. Like, yeah. I mean, but that's probably, what I mean. Probably he, Ederson is Ederson. the only one yeah. that you'd you'd think that would be inclined. He probably to would have overlapped. Mm. Trent Alexander looked <laughs> for the ball to play it in the cross himself. But it's 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 a moment that like. You'd expect from a really, really experienced goalkeeper, like someone that's been around for a couple. Yeah, of decades. it's a maturity, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a game management. It's something type. that you just can't yeah. teach. Yeah. You know, the instinct to say, "Hang on a minute, what's the point it's, of me standing here on the piling, edge of my we're back?" Box. The, we're piling the box of bodies, but this is this is this air free kick is yeah. too easy to defend. Yeah, and for him to just no, no one prompts him. He just goes out, and I, I thought I thought it was excellent. I know, I know it's being talked up, but I don't think it's being talked up enough. I think if it was a fucking a midfielder that, that does it. Oh, I agree. In yeah. any of the pre match at the after match shows, the yeah. no one really pinpointed it. I yeah. thought really Obviously, we everyone pinpoints attack and play and goals and defender, but no one pinpoints yeah. that moment. That's huge. Like everyone knows where that that ball is going. It's going to Van Dijk, no yeah. matter where he takes the the free kick from. It's going from Van Dijk, but Van Dijk doesn't have much control over the header. If it's where it was, mm. yeah, because it has to be a lo- it has to be a lofted yeah, free yeah, kick from yeah, where it yeah. was. Joe, can I just say um, you look extremely handsome tonight? <laughs> <laughs> just, just want to get that on record. No, I'm going to take well. a redner now. Yeah, but I just I'm, I just want to I just want to get that on record. You're looking really Thanks, handsome, yeah. and it's a nice. It just for people that we didn't go with a video show tonight. He's got a really nice navy fitted T-shirt on. You know, yeah, I arm. wouldn't have went to the gym for the fucking arm workout earlier I on. Know. I had an arm punch out, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, you can see, because you can see now he can't even scratch his beard. He can't get the hands up <laughs> off the table. You get a picture from Twitter. He's like Ricky Bobby. Oh, no, don't. Learn from you, Steve. Can I just see my arms in there? Yeah, yeah. Don't take a picture. Just put that filter on there. I have to do the panoramic. Semi-pro. <laughs> Semi pro bodybuilder. bodybuilder. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> so we make the changes to the defense tonight. <laughs> and he's and he's doing his best uh, filter work here now oh, for Joe's picture. Very good, very good. Um, so we make the changes to the defense tonight, and within within twenty minutes, is it? Gomez has gone off. You know. So we three changes to that back four, which which we should talk about as well. You know, it's not easy for any team. To do that and not leak goals, um, you know, we bring Moreno in at left full. Matip's come in at centre half along Van Dijk, and within twenty minutes, Alexander Arnold's on instead of Gomez. So, 
I suppose Burnley Burnley were trying a very direct approach tonight and they did go for it for a team that have been in such poor form um, Gar you know it's it's one of those ones where I was expecting them to sort of sit in try and really contain us maybe they, when they saw the team sheet he tended to go towards Matip a, a lot didn't he but if something that was really hugely about Matip tonight he usually plays five, ahead, five yards ahead of our last defender obviously Lovren would have would have played a lot of them but Van Dijk had him very much beside him tonight, or he was either two yards behind as Joe spots in in one of the, the later um pieces. He was very, very, very close to him. Whereas he's usually five, six yards ahead, trying to get he on the get ball, trying out. to play football. Um, and yeah. but tonight he wasn't. He, as you saw, everything went wide with him. He he played everything out to the right. Actually, yeah, I never saw him switch one one to the left. So he, there was obviously a huge emphasis on Van Dijk keeping in his ear, and it obviously showed. In yeah. yeah, absolutely, um, Joe. Henderson's in there tonight with Milner. They've taken a lot of stick over the last while for being, you know, Milner hasn't been at his best over the last four weeks, maybe five weeks. I know he had that injury and came back into the side, but had looked tired and maybe just not giving you the same level of performance. Um, where for you is the balance? Where, you know, where, where is, where is your, what's your old, like if everybody's fit, Let's take Oxley Chamberlain out of it because that's not realistic for this season for most of it anyway. What's your what's your combination of the three? If we're gonna play three in it. Um <clears throat> I think Henderson and Milner get unfair criticism. I I've I'll always back Henderson. I know a lot of Liverpool fans don't don't like him because he doesn't he's he does a lot of things that like he just does a simple and a lot of times he's not technically he's probably not at the level of Wijnaldum or like Cater, but I'd always have Henderson in that midfield three, and I'd probably I, I like Cater. What I've seen from him, I thought he was good to start the season. He got the injury, knocked him back. But any time he plays, he just looks capable of doing what none of where he gets. He gets up and supports the attack. He's I, I just think he has everything. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just going to take. He a always bit of time. seems that five yards around him. Yeah, him and Chamberlain are probably the two very similar that can break. Yeah, yeah, into yeah because Wijnaldum will do it once or twice a game. Kade just seems to be up and down the whole game. And I, I like I like Fabinho. As I said, I don't think there's much of a drop off with any of the midfield we have. I think maybe when Henderson and Milner play together, it's a bit similar. Yeah. Yeah, they both like, offer the same sort of legs and getting around, and are probably <clears throat> not getting on the ball enough for us. That's probably why Shakiri's in there to get on the ball. But I, I like, um, I'd have Henderson in there, Kade, and then one other. As I said, I don't think there's much of a drop off. I, I, I think, I think you might see a bit of a drop off within the next three months. What I mean by that is, I think that Kade and Fabino have another gear to go up. I don't think Milner, I don't think Henderson, I don't think Wijnaldum have another gear. Wijnaldum's gone up a gear this season compared to last year, yeah. I feel. I don't think he has another gear in him. I definitely don't think Milner or Henderson have. I think they're I think they're at the level yeah, that they're and at. We've seen glimpses of Fabinho there. Like he's outstanding. Yeah. Certain times he does things and he has stuff that the lads don't have in their locker. But Very proactive, yeah. I would say. <laughs> but, yeah, at the moment though, Henderson, I I I take your point. Fabinho will be a, probably the main man, or you know, he'd be a guaranteed starter in in a matter of months. But at the moment, I just like Henderson in there. If you were looking at pure balance for a midfield, in, in, in hypothetically, Andy, you're probably looking at a Fabinho, 
a Keita and an Isco because there's big talk of Isco being available now. He's not getting a look in at Madrid. I think he's only started five games Fourth this game season too. and he just doesn't seem to be, Solari doesn't seem to be fancying him. Now, that can happen at Real and all of a sudden it gets to the middle of December and he's um, playing every game and he's going which nowhere. Which he did two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they'll um, get a new manager in the summer and then... Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you, you kind of need, I think with Madrid you need to nab a player while that certain manager isn't fancying them yeah. there and then. You need, you need to get in and, and get them. But it, like for me, that would be the ideal balance. You've got that Isco playmaker style. Yeah. You've got well, Keita as the box-to-box. -box that's what he wanted. Obviously, with the Fekir team yeah, yeah. falling there, he obviously, want, seeing, he, wanted, he obviously wanted Fabinho, Keita, and another to play. Probably slightly more advanced mm. and to be a link between that and the, the front three. Probably with Keita doing a lot more box-to-box -box stuff. And, and uh, he's a lot of legs... Uh, Katie, you can see it. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's straight. He's straight. Definitely got straight. The only concern about, um, because you can look at all various combinations and what we have, I think everybody agrees we need a link-up player in the midfield that can, you know, get the forwards and Link-up. Exactly, as, as the name would suggest. Um, so, and I, like, obviously Klopp has been after one by trying to get Fekir into mm. the team or maybe he has him in mind for playing up across the, uh, the front three because we have very little back up there. So you, you wouldn't know. He's, he's definitely going to go for some sort of attacking midfield or some stage, whether it's January or next summer. But uh, just getting back to what we have and you think of various combinations, the only thing that concerns me about having Fabino and Keita in certain games will be how attracted to the ball Fabino gets. He's excellent at it and he's he's unbelievable. Not many players would have that ability. Once they go, they get a leg in and he's able to pick a pass with a tackle and all. Like he's 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 an excellent midfielder. But if you do if the cuter players in the league do catch him out, you're very there's no one behind. Yeah. And I don't think Keita at the moment would offer you that. Because does, does he have a comparison to, to someone like Vieira? Is that the sort of player you're looking at? Like Vieira had the ability to do that. You know, he could he could read a game, he could play a very defensive element to his yeah. game, but also had but, but a but so many, I'm also talking though like how many like ninety minutes is he into his Liverpool career? Oh very few. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. Really. No, I just, know, I just mean there's there's certain moments where and like other the other midfields will start figuring him out as well. Like no, I'm sure he's loads to go on like, mm. to, to improve as well. But just sometimes where he ends up on the pitch as your six, mm. you're going, all right. Yeah. You and you're worried that it's it's not yeah. so much that Kate is not capable of covering him. It's just, just Kate's instinct will be to yeah. be in a position to pick up the ball to go forward with it. Whereas maybe if Fabino was playing with Henderson. Well, he, he pushed Henderson. him on at the week against a weekend against Everton. He pushed he, he when he when made Aldum a few changes. He yeah. put Wijnaldum sitting and pushed him on a little bit further. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wijnaldum's like look, we've probably seen peak Wijnaldum this season. He's he's played excellently as the in the Makaleli role, and he's done excellent uh, box to box. And there's times when he's played behind the front three, and he's been brilliant. But we know there's certain limitations to Wijnaldum. I love him. He's like he's an unbelievable squad player, but when we're talking about our strongest three, I don't know where he features. You know, down the line, when we see Keita getting to his level and Fabino getting to his level, I think we're, we're wondering who the two players I think at the moment, you've just said a strongest three, Klopp always, and we've had this, we've seen this argument go around Twitter and Joe spoke about Henderson a bit, about people not liking them and getting on their backs a bit. Henderson and, and Genie do a roll in there where they get in the ball and they turn over the ball and that ball between the two of them 
goes right and left to our yeah. full backs, right? Yeah. No one notices that. They get a constant stick over it. They've been told by the gaffer to go right and left because of, of, of the ability of our, of, of our full backs, obviously. So, them two are yeah, privately yeah, in that role to you're, do you're, that. You're working, the, you're working the other team. They want you to get on, do something quick, do mm. something stupid, yeah. and give them the ball back, whereas... Uh, them two keep the ball moving. Yeah. And look at I've, uh, the the, the more stick I give Henderson will be about. I don't. I just don't know. I just don't think he's mobile enough mm. at at the very highest level. We seen him up against Varadhi the other night, and it was yeah. it really looked like yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah, now we're Varadhi is yeah. fucking class. Yeah, but that that would be more. But as regards him in possession, he gets some stick for not taking the safe option and blah blah. Like Gar said. In the majority of games, Liverpool going to have the majority of possession, so you just need to keep the ball moving and work, work, try yeah. and try and but there, work there's a prime example. And and all that she, and open the team up. You're talking about Verratti being class, and they've got Rabiot and they've got another. Mm. We are we are a club that's at the same level as PSG. Mm. That's where we are now. Like you, you know, you can you can take it that they win their domestic league every season. I have no doubt that this Liverpool side would challenge them. Week in, week out, year in, year out in, in, in France, if that's where we were playing football. So from a from a we should have players in our midfield of the level of Verratti. Yeah, but we do though. We haven't been settled yet. Kieta's been injured. Yeah. In fairness. And for Fabinho has been drifted into games, obviously to get him used to the, uh, the competitiveness of the English league in France. So Absolutely. We have that and I, I agree with you there, but I, I don't necessarily agree with Joe when, when he says there's not a level of drop off yeah. I think there is a level of drop off because unfortunately we don't have the Henderson of four years ago mm. you know he, he has had his injuries he has had his problems yeah. and it has changed how he can play football in the same way as Sturridge would you, would you, well I, I couldn't agree with that with, so I think Sturridge's drop off yes there's a bigger drop off but of like Henderson Klopp is over three years in charge now Henderson is still his captain yeah. he's after giving him a new four or five year contract so Klopp obviously is a huge fan of so I think you have to read into that as well Klopp Klopp is watching him every day he still has him as club captain mm-hmm. so as I said he's now he has his limitations but at the moment I think he's in our best three but is that down is that down to his capabilities as a player or is it down to him as a bloke the consummate professional the fella that's a great guy to have around the guy who's a really good captain what I'm, what I'm saying by this is you start looking at your team on the level of Man City of Juventus of PSG of Bayern Munich of you know I'm just going through all these look at the centre what team would he get in the central midfield of out of the ones I've just called out there I don't think there's a single one uh, yeah, it's impossible to know, really. Like, you know, there's so many variables to that. Look, I think I, we probably have a bit of a reputation on this podcast of running to the defence of Henderson. But, and that's what I'm trying not to yeah, do. I'm trying to actually yeah. be objective in, in, yeah. in but, my like, approach. Okay, if, I like if, him. If, I like if, him as a player. Yeah. I don't want him gone. Well, anyone that doesn't like Henderson, just consider this. Klopp has reinvented Henderson, right? Yep. Klopp has made Henderson the player he is now that screen and midfielder that passes the ball sideways. Henderson isn't just like a brat in the <laughs> squad that's doing not, it. Not passing yeah, forward. That's like saying, I, you know, I'm not going to pass the ball forward. So when you see these gifts are like um, stupid Mo- compilations yeah. and they're showing uh, curvy passes forward and, you know. To Squiggles. Do yeah, okay. Henderson has that in his locker. He does. 
but he's not going to take the risky pass when the manager is telling him not to do that. Do, right, and yeah. that's why he's playing. That's why he's pretty much forced our second choice in the midfield at the moment because he's one player that Klopp has in his corner to do exactly what he's asked. And that's that's the reason why. So I can't remember fucking, Klopp you, coming out and fucking, slating him. No, he actually no. defends him all the time. Yeah, like, but but it's not even he's gushing in his praise for him. It's not yeah. even just defending him, yeah. or or he actually is very vocal in his end. Hendo was excellent today, yeah. or you know, great game yeah. from Jordan. But he's not like he's, he's never going to be. He's not going to like. I remember Lucas was doing a job, a kind of a an unnoticed, unsung hero kind of job. Right, Henderson's not. You no, know, he was at one stage. Like he was. Yeah. People didn't really appreciate him, but he was. Lucas had a, a couple of good seasons there, if you remember back. <laughs> I don't. But um, I can't say I do. I don't to think be honest we'll, with we'll ever talk about Henderson if we win the league this year. We'll never talk about him as as an unsung hero, but he's part of the machine and he's part of what Klopp wants his players to do, and maybe, Keita or Fabino just won't fulfil that role because they're natural talents and a natural instinct is a bit more progressive up the pitch so he is the man that's going to do that role I don't don't know if you remember Klopp's uh, Dortmund squad was it 2014-15 was it in around that time yeah it would have been yeah probably Sven Bender and Gundogan both did that role pass the ball sideways both did it. Yeah, and Gondogan and was, was the target of Europe. Mm. 100%. They both yeah. did that job and Gondogan and, and does and it for C name, when um, he's in there as well. Obviously, Nori Sahin was yeah, similar as well. 100%. Both went sideways. Yeah. Klopp likes that in his full back to attack. So yeah. the sooner people understand this, the better because... Yeah. Well, it's like, and if you have... Bomb, yeah, sorry. So you, and you've said this millions or loads on, on different pods and stuff like that. Like, there's enough games... Like there'll be enough games where you need these players. Yeah. Like it's not a, a case that like you try and streamline your squad, get fucking four world class players in or something like that, and try and work with them. There's enough games. It'll be horses for courses. Like tonight, like we talked about the changes now. Like we won, fellas. People got minutes, and then like there'll be diff- different midfielders will play the weekend, mm-hmm. probably against Napoli and so on and so on. Joe's doing the same. Over to our sports Charles correspondent, Joe. 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 <laughs> 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 I want to break free. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not singing it. <laughs> oh, that was my cue, wasn't it? <laughs> you, were coming, you were coming in on the next one. Someone else did the next one. <laughs> um, right, so we move on to the. Let's move on to Bournemouth then at the weekend. Um, uh, you know, it's as we spoke about it briefly. It's going to be a very, very tough game, and a very different approach to the game compared to um, to what we got tonight. And yeah. I think it'll be closer to what we got in the derby. To be honest with you, I think yeah. it'll be. Yeah, I do, I do. And and between oh, Frey, yeah. you know, they, they've they've a few they've a few players who can cause us hassle at the weekend. Will, do, Wilson's yeah. flying at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. and Fraser, isn't it? Fraser does. Charles made Josh King. King. Josh King. <laughs> Yeah, so it's Wilson and King playing up top, and then Fraser in off the left, is it? Yeah, and yeah, Brooks on the right. Yeah, oh, but this is the, I I don't mind Liverpool coming against sides like this because they're expansive. Exactly, no, they're gonna yeah. leave gaps. The uh, France's right fall is terrible. He'll be exposed because Brooks is more attacking. So I I, I think Liverpool will get joy against these type of teams like. 
we've seen it in the past. If you leave fullbacks without the protection, Liverpool will get joy. So I like even the two two lads in the centre. You know, okay, like, he's got got usually got a mistake in him, hasn't he? Yeah, he's decent centre half, but and then the left full is Daniels or Rico, both are attacking fullbacks. Yeah, they like really. a bomb on. So yeah, I'd probably. <laughs> Kiss of death here, but I'd be confident against... Oh, bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's confidence. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that them type of teams suit, suit the way we are now. Yeah, I know what you're saying by that. And and yes, they, they may they may hurt us, but that's that's where we're so much stronger this season, isn't it? You know, last season we were this potent attacking threat against teams like Bournemouth who are willing to be that little bit more expansive and open with us. But you were always worried of how we left ourselves vulnerable at the back. The weekend comes along. Robin, uh, Robertson's. I keep. I was going to say Robinson. Sorry, Robertson's probably back in. You've got Van Dijk and, and probably Lovren. Um, if if uh, whatever sort of issue is healed, um, or the infections cleared up, and and then you've got Trent in at right full, <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got yeah, you've got you've got Trent in at right full. That's, and then you have the lads. Mane should be back. You know, Salah, yeah, you, they're definitely very, Salah and Firmino. Yeah, you'd start. imagine they'll start. Yeah, so. Well, they're the side. They're they're the side that don't mind. Uh, they don't mind leaving themselves open if they're they, they they don't mind leaving themselves open to go and have a go at you. Yeah, and that should, mm-hmm. like Joe said, they are expansive. That should play into our hands. So fingers crossed. The type of season Bournemouth they're having, they'd be mad to just revert to some sort of like defensive, high defensive team. They're gonna they have a goal. I mean, they're playing. Them, they're yeah. playing two bodies up top. So we've an extra. We'll have an extra player in the ball in midfield than we normally mm-hmm. are used to playing against teams that set up against us. So we've had a number of shootouts against them uh, in in their uh, their in Bournemouth. Yeah, and you'd imagine that. With us being so much better defensively as we have been in years, that we'd be able to kind of stop the mm. stop the leakiness that we've showed there, and then hopefully punish them yeah. at the other end. Seems to given a lot of uh, reliance on Shakiri the last few games, hasn't he? Shakiri's yeah. got, you know, he could could yeah, potentially he play, be players. That's that's the game. Big, he's going to get a lot of time on the ball. Yeah, I think he played a big part in that game. To be honest, yeah. You have to remember these, like they're a good side, but we're sixteen yeah. points ahead of them. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, they have a goal difference of three. You know what I mean? So, so for for they're they're open. They, you know they leave they leave room at the back. back yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and they've been decent at home. Um, I think they've played eight games and they've got fourteen points. And by say, I think I mean I'm reading this off my phone at the moment, so it's definitely <laughs> correct. <laughs> um, yeah. So so like they're the sixth sixth uh, best home form in in the league. Liverpool are second. It's it's City and Liverpool. And Liverpool have the second best away form in the league. Mm. Played eight away games so far and taken 20 points. We've only dropped four points away from home this season. That's phenomenal. Spurs are the only team better than yeah. us. And they've played an extra game away from home. Yeah. Like they're going to be probably the most dangerous team we played away from home. Like, you know, a team that's really going to have a goal at us. Mm. But we should be licking our lips here. Like, we yeah. should be relishing mm. the chance to, for uh, our forwards to get a bit of confidence. Get get on the ball plenty. Get isolate their man and get some chances. So and also, uh, City and Chelsea play as a five. Is it late on Saturday yeah. or Sunday? So it gives us a chance to go top and then see what happens. 
But see, that's that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, we, no. you know, it's it's up to we're we're we, half we, twelve. We've been, we've been, cha- yeah, we're early on Saturday, early kick off. We've been chased. I know early kick offs, Klopp doesn't like them, tough and all. I think our Rebbefar's record isn't that great, but like it's it's a chance we've been chasing, and for the last few games, I'm sure, like all all football fans are generally the same. They would have been they get they get a win the weekend, and they look a. Us going into a Merseyside derby, going everything like decent. This will be this will be a tough game. They're licking their lips. Ninety five minutes gone. Then bang, we scored. They all think the fucking cunts, <laughs> right? Then it goes again to last night. They get a win, fucking that they really cruise, but it was touchy enough at the end. Then they look at us going to the following night, Detroit, and they they gone five ahead of us again. We got one nil down. They're licking their lips like all oh, fans. We would be the same, of course, if yeah. we were in in their position. We come back and win three one. They're like fucking fuck them again. Mm-hmm. So it, it does give us a chance. And to Chelsea a bit of a wounded animal. Do we I was just going to say, tonight, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it couldn't have gone better for us yeah. to, over this. You know, tonight actually probably yeah. couldn't have yeah. gone any better. Well, Spurs, Spurs, Spurs could have dropped, but 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 when you're looking at that game, you want and and this is what's been happening. You know, they have to take points off each other. So either either City beat Chelsea at the weekend and. And if we do beat Bournemouth, nearly take Chelsea out of the equation as it like yeah. like you're looking at you're looking at a case whereby if we win at the weekend and Chelsea lose, it's very early in the season, but you're nearly saying top four is wrapped up. Mm. I know that sounds silly, but we'd be twelve points clear of Chelsea. Yeah, it's not nothing to be really celebrating at the moment though, is it? Like we, we kinda know at this stage we're the second best team in the league. It doesn't make a great song though, does it? <laughs> second best team in yeah. the league da 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 yeah. not really yeah no it doesn't <laughs> poetry uh, emotion but yeah like what the fuck can you do about it like no listen City are what they are I keep well, talking you know, about what it is win on Saturday go yeah. top and then fucking see what happens Sta- Stamford Bridge half five Saturday night to be that's not an easy place no, to go sorry you'll have them G'd up after yeah. tonight as well yeah. did they did they rest some players or did they go full strength tonight against uh, Chelsea had most of their I think they made two or three changes, so they had most of their starting eleven. So well, they dropped. They dropped. Uh, their 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 central midfield was was weaker than it normally would be. That's the only thing I will say. They went with Fabregas, Loftus Cheek, and Kante. No, obviously I'm not knocking Kante, but what what you you don't have um, you don't have uh, Jorginho oh, yeah. and and uh, Kovacic um, in there. So them two coming in would would add a little bit. Yeah, against City, you know. Listen, all we can do is win yeah. our games. At the, you know yeah. that that's that's all we can do this season is is keep on. No, just away. A, yeah, it's, look at it's, it's like I was saying earlier. It's probably like I I I can't remember back at the start of the year whether we went top after a couple of games one day because we had won so many in a row. But it's the first time. Like since the season has really taken shape, we've an opportunity to go top, and I really like yeah. it would be fucking really yeah. like if we, if we didn't take it. We're coming quite, up on halfway into the season. Yeah, now, yeah, it's, yeah. Un- it's unbelievable. Like they, they're on course to break the record that they last set season. last season. That's incredible. I don't think and they will. I genuinely don't think yeah. they will. I think, and I'm banking on this, and I yeah. probably look like a gobshite come May, but, but I think, I think if they have, this is what I've been saying all along. I think we have the ability to stay on their on their coattails, and if they have a wobble. And we go ahead of them. It might just derail yeah. them. Well, there's a couple of parts to it. That there's loads actually. So we have to fucking do our bit. Yep. Then we need someone to put a bit of doubt in their minds that they're not going out with three points in their head every single week. That oh, they think no, that they might actually drop some points. Yeah. 
then we have to do the business early January against them. And then we probably, you know, we need them to go on in the Champions League and to maybe to alter their focus a small bit because I'm sure, I'm sure they'd be thinking the Champions League is the main thing this year. Well, it, it definitely, if, 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 hopefully it doesn't. Well, if they want to be recognised as a, as a really, you know, to, for a team to go down in history, because I certainly feel that they're the best team I've watched in the league. They're the most standout team. The best team. team in Europe. Yeah, but yeah. the best team. Do you mean ever? In the Premier League. Ever. Going back over oh, I, all the good Arsenal teams, oh, Chelsea that could, teams. That, that, I, I don't know. Like, team, I, don't ever, I don't ever remember a team that was just able to take every, younger, every other team in the league apart the way they are. They're absolutely... I, that Arsenal side did. You, I don't, you, you might just, still have the Arsenal side. When you go back to that, side, yeah. when Lundberg and, and Perez and... and uh, Henri, Fultz. Yeah, yeah, yeah like... They had everything because that's where football was at at the time. They had big, strong, athletic centre midfielders. You talking about the Invincibles? Yeah, the yeah, Invincibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were, they. But, but you know what? That Arsenal team over three or four years, they lost over Mars. They bring in, is it Perez? They bring in. Well, how many points did that Invincibles Perez, team finish with that year? <laughs> like they must have picked up an awful lot of draws. They did. Yeah, I think they drew twelve. Yeah. Yeah. One, one, yeah. So, so I'm not knocking. I can't not, even see City drawn games. Like you know, we this, this but, one. But this to, is the difference. Like, that Arsenal team weren't put together with six hundred million quid. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, we're not. We're not and I don't, not, I don't even mean I, the value. I mean yeah. the players were actually Listen, picked up on the cheap. I certainly, I certainly credit Arsenal then more and Man United and their goal teams like homegrown players bringing them up. Like that's the way I want to see football teams yeah. develop. But right now, I just think they're, they're more untouchable than any other team that the Premier yeah. League has offered up. They're just from, from back to front. They're just fucking unbelievable. And the way Pep has them playing, like it, it's, they're so good at boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I do. Because, you know, even as a fan, when you, you just turn them on, you're like, even if, it, even if they go a goal down, you're just saying to yourself... Yeah. Yeah, they're coming back here. They still have 60 minutes. They're winning 5-1. Yeah, they're winning 5-1. The type of football that they're playing on their goal line, like, you know, intrinsic passes. Yeah. yeah. With, 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 with teams There's like no fear. Of There's chickens. no fear where, regardless we, of where like, they are on the pitch. And I, <laughs> one thing that's bugged me at the moment is the amount of people on Twitter saying, why don't teams have a go at them? Nobody wants to go and get beaten 7-0 yeah. and be leaving the stadium like, with their asses torn I, and so on that I were still, now new. I still think though you look at look at Leon who are 15, 16 points behind Paris Saint-Germain in the French league and they've they went at them in the Etihad beat them and then they went at them again at home and drew them like I I think of teams there is certain teams in the Premier League that probably hold back they're, they're a team that can be got at yeah. they're playing Fabian Delve left full at the minute yeah. they have weaknesses but I think a lot of they're just a lot of Premier League teams are rolling over. They don't want to lose four or five nil, and the manager doesn't want to be under pressure, so they just take yeah. the take a two nil loss and get out of there. But there's only certain teams across Europe that can do that, and Liverpool are probably one. And they proved that last year that you know they can go, they can scare the. Uh, the well, Le- Le- Leon did many- it by just showing a hunger, and but the the thing they had was mobility, and and yeah. they 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 are like Leon sides. A lot of the time, tend to be quite dynamic. They bring yeah. through that quality of player, and it's it's nearly a it's nearly a way that the club is set up. So you can't say 
Yeah, uh, like you know, Leon. I know you can't they, say Burnley should go so on and have a go. No, I'm not Madison. saying Burnley. No. But I know. think, yeah. but Leon, there's a lot of teams in Premier League, four, six, blueprint. seven teams that are capable of. Like Leon aren't world beaters. Hmm. You know, they have a lot of high, they have a lot of high rated players though at the minute yeah. that look like they're, they're still be almost up, like are we the, picked yeah. off by by top side? So there is they they do have certain. I know what you're saying. But they're they still are, twenty they points yeah, off Paris Saint Germain. Like they're. They're a limited team as well. To, mm. I, I they have their flaws. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you look at that city side with their inverted fullbacks, Leon were the only ones that someone just that was just said there that were mobile that were able to push them back. Yet again, that was it, me. I'll just keep on making good. I'll just keep on making good points all night. Yeah, Joe just said Leon. Start charging with these fucking quotes. Go on, sorry. that blueprint of uh, uh, Joe, Joe did say mobility did push them back into a flat back four times and, and, and expose them a bit. And maybe that is the blueprint that people do need to follow. Mm. Just, just for the record, that Joe again, said, uh, I used the words mobility and blueprint. <laughs> no, <laughs> he said blueprint. He said um, good point <laughs> right predictions for the Smash weekend smash bomb at top of the league fucking love it that's how you're feeling yeah score 4-1 one 0 one bomb yeah 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 smash them one all. Um Joe um, I'm going to go 3-1 Liverpool Gar 3-1 Liverpool Andy 5-3 to Liverpool. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, obviously that's not going to happen, but I think it's just one of those games where um, so far this season, we've set up differently. We've set up more solid. There's not going to be much need to do that against Bournemouth. They're going to attack. We're now we're going to get opportunities on the, on the break. The way we've set up against most teams this season is we've been able to play patiently, knowing that we'll, mm. we'll nick a goal or two. I mean, I, I don't know what way it's panning out, but I think we've like averaging two goals a game or something like that. But I think with the ambition bomb, it'll throw. <laughs> Let me check that for you. <laughs> with the sort of ambition bomb, it'll uh, throw this. Uh, Klopp will know there's bags of goals there if we take our chances. Yeah. So I think it could be a high scoring game. One of, you know, one that might kick off that, you know, bit of a uh, bit of a marker in the season. I know last year it was around this point. Uh, everyone seems to look back at last season and think that we were scoring goals freely all season, but we weren't. We were no. conceding bags of goals early on, and we certainly weren't in the position we are points wise. So, like this season is shaping up lovely. Um, winning, winning uh, tonight. Um, after making seven changes, going into a few big games. Um, I think, I think it's a good. Yeah, could be a good, good marker this season now to see, see that sort of football. Yeah. we used to last year like it's still there it's still locked in we're on Lots. course for 99 points yeah that's what Liverpool are on course for well, that's an incredible and I'm sure like apart from apart from City last year and that 99 probably wins every other Premiership ever yeah it does yeah. it does absolutely and yet we're in a position whereby we have to rely on well we don't have to rely on them making a slip up we yeah. win every, we, 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 it's as simple as this we win the next 23 games we win the league yeah. you know but yeah. it, it is in our hands to, to, to win it but that would be a record breaking run of yeah. games in itself 
I'm going to go with 4 2 as my real prediction. Right. Two, 2 from Salah and 2 from Firmino. I'm going to say 2 0. I don't necessarily think they score a lot against us. I think they're open. I think they're capable. But I think we yeah. may actually just shut them out. I, I, what way would you like to see them set up at the weekend, Shane? Um, it could be something similar to to the derby, like you said. Mm-hmm. If it, if it was, I'd be happy enough to see Keita and, or sorry, um, <coughs> Fabinho and Wijnaldum. Uh, the back four is probably going to pick itself if Lovren is all right. It'll be Trent Lovren, Van Dijk, Robertson, and then uh, Shakiri for me now. Uh, Minyalena. Mane and Salah play through the middle as the as, uh, as the mm. centre forward. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah, in the in the four in the four two three one. Yeah, yeah. Be for me now off Salah. Oh, sorry. You said yeah. Mane and Salah. Yeah, Mane and Salah. Ma- Mane left Shakiri right. Yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry. For me now off Salah. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, you were throwing me there. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with you there. I think that's that's quite possible. I think. You may see Henderson keep his place. Um, I think I, I would probably be happy enough to let Shakiri maybe sit this one out. And and that's not knocking him, but I would if he was doing that, I'd want him well, to go mm, back. Well, Napoli would be in his thoughts. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, and Shakiri's played a lot of football lately, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. I, I'd be looking at maybe Fabinho, Wijnaldum and Henderson. Uh, or, you know, it could be it could be Fabinho, Henderson and and, and um Keita plays for more minutes yeah. I think he might I think he might get another 60-70 minutes in him but I wouldn't mind seeing us going back to that front three proper where where Firmino is that little bit further advanced mm. and, and the two lads are playing in the spaces that he creates you know I don't think he's adapted to that role well and he's had plenty of games at it now it's not like he's had three or four games he's mm. had probably 10 or 12 games maybe more trying to play that 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 ten, if you want to call him that, or that second striker, yeah, it's not working. It doesn't suit. Him yeah, now. it could be, it could be a good game to go back to that formation. Have three, but uh, three against two in the middle of the park. Yeah, and no, that's what yeah. I think. I think if if they're mm. definitely like they've played every game with the two lads up front, I think our defense are capable of marshalling the two lads. Does one of them try and I don't watch a whole lot of them, but does does King or Wilson try and drop? Josh King does Which sit drop, behind, does he? but he yeah, still yeah. is it's still yeah. a four he's, four two. Yeah, he doesn't. He'd just be behind him, but he's, he wouldn't play as midfielder. It's like a four four one and a half one. False nine and a half. Half. <laughs> King goes wide a lot, Joe, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 He's he plays off Wilson, yeah. so yeah. but he's not going to drop in and help out the midfield yeah. as such. So. Yeah. They'll see this as a free hit. Bournemouth. Yeah. Well, they're they're seventh now. They're having an unbelievable season. Eddie Howe has great reputation. They're just going to go out and go at Liverpool. They've nothing to lose. If they lose two or two or three nil, they're still in a great position and punching way above their weight. So yeah, and they're not expected to beat us. No, you know what I mean. They're not expected to beat City. They're not expected to beat Spurs. If they get results against us, it's brilliant for them. But that's not where they, that's not where Eddie Howe when he sits down at the beginning of the season. That's not where he's planning on picking up his points. Oh, they're, they're they're great results for him and the team if if they can get them. But you know, as you say, it, it free hit. Uh, okay, no, that's that's fair enough. I don't think we're going to touch on the Napoli game. We'll probably be doing a live show actually after the game, and we'll let uh, we'll let the other shows that we have throughout the week pick up them. Uh, Just to think. Ancelotti really done a number on him and over in Naples I thought it was probably the 
one of the poorest we've uh, performances we put in on that club. I, mm-hmm. thought just, I think they, I think I remember that they played three at the back and we just fucking could not get the grips with it. Now I know we are a couple of seconds away from getting the point, but we were really poor. So hopefully, uh, yeah, we, we could have lost that ho- more than one ho- ho- well. ho- Hopefully, he's something up his sleeve to, to get the job done. I don't see us playing that poorly against them again. Yeah. No, you would. It would be. It was an off night for yeah. us. It wasn't. It wasn't. A, I didn't feel it was a tactical masterclass. I think Ancelotti did a good job. He mm. always does. He's. A, he's. He's a really. No, I just think it was surprising that, 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 that from what I remember, they played three at the back, and we really struggled to mm. to get they to get the group. They as the left of that three, didn't they? Yeah, and I think they'd far across the middle, and just for some reason, we we really really struggled to to come to terms with. So fingers crossed, we can. Yeah, here's a question then. Um, a lot of people I've heard saying over the last one, because we were talking about Fekir or whether, you know, someone else comes in of that ilk over the next little while. Do we believe there was anything to the fact that, you know, there was only enough money for Fekir or a keeper? And as soon as Alison, the deal for Alison was done, the Fekir one kind no. of dropped off. No. Do you reckon the pockets were there? No. He was, he was like the video was there, he had done his medical and was about to get announced and they got second thoughts wasn't that the way yeah but then the, the Allison deal wasn't done at that point was it what, wasn't it no I don't no. think it was I think I think the Fakir deal fell through and then the Allison deal happened within about four or five days of that and then the Fakir one went off the table so what I'm, the reason I'm asking that is if that money was there and, and, and that position was earmarked for strengthening you know do why, why aren't we going out in January well, you know, I'm not saying we have to go out and buy it every January to improve the squad. It would be nice, of course, as a fan, because you just want to see great players coming in. But why are we not going for a Nisco or a, or back for Fekir or, or, or a player of that ilk this January? To just give us, yeah. you know, we lost Coutinho at this time last year. Mm. Why are we not looking to strengthen and bring that type of player in for the second half of the season? Well, Klopp always says every time he's asked the same question in January, He'll only go for the player if it's the right player. Like, it's a long-term project for them. You're mm-hmm. going to be around for a, a good time, yeah. Um, so there's no point in him bringing a player in that he's only going to have to plan to sell in a year's time. But that's bring that's, that's, really not, that's not what I'm to. suggesting. So there's no way I believe that Jurgen Klopp only picks one player. What I think he is, I think he has his no, he, target. But, like, he, As he, he, might have, he might have five of the right players or he might have two of the right players. If they're not available in January, he'll continue on with what he has. Mm. So it's it, what it really boils down to is if his targets are available. Like Isco mightn't even feature on that. Yeah. Yeah, he might not have the attributes yeah. that he's looking for. Yeah, I mean, we are. And you 100% trust... Like, I don't think there's anybody who no. doesn't fully trust Klopp to... It's not even trust him to bring success. You just don't know. Like, like this can happen. He can't legislate for what other clubs do around him. Yeah. But you can trust him implicitly to know his own vision yeah. and to be able to exercise... And it's obvious yeah. that he wants that type of midfielder, like was mentioned earlier, by you, was it, Steve? The link, the the link between the midfield and the front player. We had Fakir all but signed. Obviously, then there was medical issues and all that. So, I don't think that's going to go away. That that's he is on contract as well, though. So you wonder where the club playing a little bit of. You know, if that if that story was true, I don't know whether it was or not that that. You know, we we tried to haggle on price. You heard lots of different rumors about it. You got you know. He's he done when he done his cruise shit. There's two ways of doing it, and they didn't do the more 
safer way that it doesn't happen again. Yeah. They, they went so it's a risk. In way. So it's a, they, uh, the club obviously oh, feel it's too yeah. much of an outlay for that risk. And now if the price comes down enough. That's he, he'll only have 18 months yeah. on his contract in, in January. He hasn't oh, signed gosh. a new deal. Mm. Um, so you wonder if the club are sort of saying, yeah, that's why we didn't. Because that was the... That was the un, so when we didn't get Van Dyke, you still knew Van Dyke was was available. You knew the player wanted to come to the club, mm. and Klopp just said, "Listen, we'll wait it out and get him when we're ready to get him." If it's a medical issue, then Klopp has to close the door on that. You know what I mean? Mm. If if that's why they've said no, if it's if it's not because they couldn't do a deal at the right price for that gamble, that's fair enough. They might just wait until he's got less time. I would imagine it's off the table, that, that particular deal. So I would imagine. Yeah, no, I, I, and I'm not disagreeing with that, but what I'm wondering is, then he has to have had a backup behind Fekir for his number two. He had it for Salah when mm. he didn't get Julian Brandt. Yeah. He had it for... Was it not Shakiri? Who? Was Shakiri not the yeah, next step Yeah, in? it probably was. It probably was. Because but I don't they're fairly similar in France. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think with Shakiri was just an opportunity. I think Shakiri had a very, very good price. Yeah, with France. Yeah, yeah, a very yeah. good price. Yeah. And I think he didn't was he say about as a, um, as a backup for the lads yeah. on top. Klopp yeah. even said, uh, Keita, like he wasn't on the lookout for a midfielder, but it was too good of an opportunity mm. to get that player at that price. It was too good of an opportunity. Like it's he had a buyout class. Who for Shakiri? No, or for Keita? For Keita, yeah. So sometimes an opportunity like Shakiri, who's desperate to come to Liverpool and has been for years, is available at twelve million in a relegated club. Yeah, it's not. You just it's take just him. Hand off, yeah. yeah, and he's working out better now. Th- that's a that's actually just a point that's coming to be head. He's working out so well. Maybe they don't need Feck here now. Maybe solve that problem and Klopp can look elsewhere. But you go for someone like Timo Werner or someone that sort of mould, yeah. someone who can play. Well, they're, they're definitely, short up, they're definitely yeah. up short, short up top, across yeah. the front. They need yeah. someone who can play centrally and who can play in the I'd wing. I'd love to see them go for Dries Martins. Yeah. You know, yeah. Martins is, he, he's just everything you look at from a Klopp side. Yeah. We can't see him leaving. No, maybe you know? not. Maybe not. But mm. you know what I mean? He reminds me of. Um, what was his name? The fellow that was playing for Udinese, the old you Dean Natale. Dean Natale. Dean Natale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has that. Mm. Now Dean Natale was doing it at thirty-four, thirty-five, and you were saying, "Geez, it's a pity you couldn't have got your Mercurial, hand." isn't he? He's just got. The, he's just got. The, he pops up in the right. Sp- he he knows how to find those little mm. pockets of space, and he he's he's got an eye for goal as well. But listen, at that, let's wrap it for tonight. Um, want to say thanks to anybody who's been listening. Um. And tune into our other shows throughout the week. Uh, tonight we've had Gar Breen, Shane Davron, Joe Walsh, Andy Young, and myself, Steve O. Um, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week after the Napoli game. Thank you very much. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.